We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everybody, to the award-winning Rotowire Fantasy Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and FanDuel. It is Friday, January 26th. Alex Barutha here with Shannon McEwen and Ken K-Train Kreitz. All aboard! We had the All-Star starters announced uh, last night. In the East, Giannis, Embiid, Tatum, Lillard, and Halliburton. In the West, LeBron, that's James, Jokic, <laughs> KD, Luka, and SGA. Shannon, as is tradition... Is there anybody that you think was either snubbed or maybe you just would have preferred to see as an all-star or one person that you think maybe doesn't deserve to be there? Yeah, I, I think in general, all 10, all 10 starters uh, definitely deserve uh, the, the, the nomination. Uh, I, the only one I really have any qualms about is Lillard. Uh, he's having a fine year for Milwaukee in his first year as a buck, but there are two East guards. Yeah, I, I actually uh, Donovan Mitchell would be my number one choice to to replace Lillard and then Jalen Brunson. So so one of those two guards, I think, would be more deserving than Dame, Damian Lillard. But solid collection, probably, you know, arguably the 10 best players in the league or 10 of the 12 best players in the league are in the starting lineup. So it's hard to really nitpick any of those options. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Bucks fan. I don't, I don't hate the idea of either Mitchell or um, of uh, Brunson being there. I mean, again, Lillard's been good. Just he's Damian Lillard. He's only going to be so disappointing to an extent. Uh, Ken, you still hate this All Star game? I remember we used yes. to, we, <laughs> you and I did like a social media breakout one time where yes. I'm like, I love All Star Weekend, Slam Dunk Contest, sign me up. Uh, no, you were like, No, yeah. this is a joke. It's a joke. No defense. I don't want anybody getting hurt. I just I don't even like to watch it. It's a good time to do chores around the house. It it definitely has become less and less watchable. I will I will give you that. Like I just I almost feel like I have it on in the background at this point. Like I'm on my phone, you know, and um vacuuming, I don't care. Just get something done with this garbage is on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. Well, the, I'm I mean I'm still looking forward to All-Star weekend, but uh mostly for the break. For the uh, lack of injury reporting, exactly. Do it. We, <laughs> and hopefully, we can get some good participants in the uh, slam dunk contest. I don't even know if that's been out. Have any? None of those have been announced, have they? Like three no, point slam no. dunk. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, let's go get some real basketball, Ken. 
Yeah, let's go to New York where Spike Lee's Knicks blew out the Nuggets last night, 122 to 84 at MSG. Ujianobi with 26 points and six steals, all Knicks starters, plus or better in point differential. Uh, Knicks won this despite still being without Isaiah Hartenstein again. Got a Achilles issue. He's missed two games. And of course, Robinson's out for the year. Uh, the Nuggets did have a day of rest, but it was the end of a five-game road trip, and Denver did go three and two. Alex and Shannon, any reason for concern for the Nuggets? Um, uh, yes and no. I mean, they still can't win road games. They're fourteen and eleven on the road. Um, we always know they're better at home. There's a championship hangover thing that makes me not as worried. Um, where I think, you know, they, they know they need to coast this year compared to last year a little bit more at the same time. To me, this is almost more about the Knicks, like how good they've looked yeah. since OG Anobi got there. OG Anobi's point differential is still an absolutely insane plus 44 per 100 possessions. <laughs> have never seen a number like that for this long of a stretch. Um, so I, to me, this is more about the Knicks. Yeah, I, I agree there. Um, with with Denver, I mean they they have 31 wins. That's the the second highest total in the Western Conference. A game and a half behind Minnesota, uh, half a game behind the Thunder. I'm not really worried. And the Nuggets just had a big road win against Boston recently. So yep. you know they're the only team I, I believe that has beat Boston at, at home. Correct. Correct. So it, it's hard for me to really you know get, give the Nuggets any grief here. Um, the Knicks have been outstanding since OG has joined the team. You know, it's I actually expected OG's line to be better as a Nick um, compared to his time with with the Raptors this year. Um, he's doing he is overall doing a much better fantasy player, um, primarily because his his efficiency has increased. He, he's gone from forty nine percent to fifty one from the floor, seventy one percent to eighty eight point six from the free throw mine and then one 1.8 three pointers down a little bit from what he had in toronto but on the defense fed 1.8 steals and 1.2 blocks per game as a nick just crushing it for the for new york i i really am surprised but he's uh he's kind of taking that leap hopefully he can keep that up it's only 13 games if he holds that value he's like a top 40 fantasy player yeah yeah alex take us to miami sir well, I'm going I'm to toss it to you pretty quickly because it was Boston that extinguished Miami. Uh, 143 to 110. Heat 0-2 since the Rozier trade, but I'll, I'll let you uh, wax poetic about what you saw. <laughs> well, I want Shannon's take on the scary, cherry, scary Terry trade to Miami. I'll tell you what it would saw that freaked me out was Kristaps Porzingis falling like a broken chair. Left the game early in an ugly fall. He stepped on. Bam out of bio's foot, rolled his ankle, but it would look panicky at first, but he did come back in his sweatsuit post game. He said, Hey, I could have played if we needed to. Uh, but, uh, you know, we had a big lead. I'm sure they'll still give him the next game off, but, uh, I got a little nervous about losing the unicorn, but I think, you know, if, if you've got uh, the unicorn on your fantasy team, you're used to these frequent one game misses. There's probably another one coming. But my goodness, they blew out the heat in Miami, which is good to see after last year's Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I mean, this was one of the games where Boston actually went full strength, right? They've been resting yep. guys, taking turns All in. With, who, with who has a, a seat on a given night. 
but they had a full strength total roster available last night and, and they dominated Miami. I am not, you know, I think the acquiring Terry Rogier was a great trade for Miami. Um, you know, they gave up Kyle Lowry's contract and a first round pick. Scary Terry's, it's going to take some time. He's a ball dominating guard. They already have so, so, some players like that who need the ball in their hands Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler, even Hawkes to, to an extent, although he's been out. Um, but I, I just think it adds this team. It may, one, it makes their starting lineup better. They are, Terry Rozier is a much better basketball player than Kyle Lowry at their respective stages of their careers. And it gives them more depth because now you have Josh Richardson, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson. Maybe Hawkes. We'll see where once he's healthy, if he comes off the bench or if he replaces Highsmith in the lineup in the starting lineup. But it gives them a legit eight, nine man depth rotation of very solid players. So I like Miami and the move for Miami overall. I just think it's going to take some time for the chemistry to build. I'll say this for the Heat. You know, they're on a five game losing streak and Hawkes has been out for six games. So he's missed all five of those losses. I think he's a critical part of this heat rotation. They should move Hawkes into the starting lineup, in my opinion, or at least make sure he's getting plus 27 minutes a game. I think there's a good chance he starts over Highsmith once healthy. Yep. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, all right, let's go to Golden State. Last night, the Kings beat the Warriors in a thriller. Kings uh, Kings won 134-133. Harrison Barnes, 39 points, his second straight 30-plus point scoring night. And fantasy-wise, uh, Wiggins got the start again for the Warriors. He went 17-4-4 in 31 minutes. Uh, so Wiggins slowly earning legit minutes for the Warriors. Shannon, as I think you pointed out last week's show, uh, but back to the Kings after a four game slide, they've won two in a row. Is the arrow pointing up for Sacramento gentlemen? Um, eh, you know, sort of, I mean, like they Barnes is, he'll have one of these games once in a while, right? He'll score 39 and then he'll score eight and then he'll score 12. And then that's how it'll go. Um, Seven but threes I mean, last night, so a little fortunate from behind the arc, right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's helped that Kevin Herter's playing better. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. He was so bad throughout last stretch of the season for those who have uh, you know drafted him in fantasy. But over the past five games, he's averaging seventeen points, fifty um, percent from three. That'll help. Uh, but that's that's big for them. I think 
they should be a team probably looking to add at the trade deadline. I don't think what they have is enough. Um, but it may be tough to get there without giving up basically either all the picks they have or Keegan Murray. <laughs> Their bench after Monk gets thin. Yeah, I highly doubt they would they would be interested in moving Keegan Murray at all. Harrison Barnes, I think I'm the only p- person who rostered Harrison Barnes in their DFS lineup last night and did not cash. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. 3.5% 3. Uh, <laughs> rostered on DraftKings, 53 fantasy points, had him in my forward spot, and somehow did not cash. You know, even, even I don't know what's going on, guys, but Harrison Barnes is uh, – in Flago from downtown right now. So we'll see if it carries on for a third straight game. Uh, Alex, tell us about our good friends at Underdog Fantasy. I will, just as soon as I open back up the document that I accidentally closed. Here it is. Um, <laughs> Underdog Fantasy is the number one platform for NBA best ball and DFS player pick'em contests. If you haven't tried Underdog yet, new Underdog users receive a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. And a free six-month subscription to RotoWire with promo code RWNBA. That's promo code RWNBA. Visit underdogfantasy.com or download the Underdog app today. Use promo code RWNBA to claim your free RotoWire subscription and deposit bonus. That's code RWNBA. It's now time for the fan feedback uh, answer questions. And uh, we're not getting any questions. We're getting a lot of all-star chatter. Um, we've answered everybody's questions. I mean, apparently, apparently, what do we got here? Uh, oh, here's one: Is Jabari Walker of your Portland Trailblazers a pickup now option? Thank you for the question, James. Thank you, James. Um, <laughs> clutch. Uh, is he a pickup? I mean, look, I think what you know. We talked about him on, I think it was last week's pod, maybe. Yes. Uh, briefly, and Portland's on a four-game week. He's a very intriguing prospect. Portland is terrible. I think they're going to continue giving him minutes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that assessment. I, you know, he hasn't like like you said, we recommended him last week. Uh, to that extent, I think like twelve teamer, deep twelve teamers, fourteen teamers. I think he's absolutely worth picking up. Uh, in in ten teamers. It's a little bit more complicated because his minutes are going to fluctuate a little bit. I mean, even if you look at his most recent starting stretch, it's six games in a row that he started and he's bounced around. He has 41 minutes, one game, 22 to the next 34. He's had some decent games, a couple double doubles, um, but he's not crushing it with like defensive stats. He is hitting three pointers, you know, over those, the six game stretch of the starter, 30 minutes, 10.5 points, 8.8 rebounds, uh, only only half a stock per game uh, and 1.2 three-pointers. Percentages are okay, 47% and 75. Um, to me, in, in a 10-team league, if it's a four-game week or something, you want to stream them, that might make sense uh, for as long as he's starting. But I, I think he's more of a 12-team or 14-team target. Okay, and one last uh, one uh, from our friend Maul asks, Grayson Allen or Scary Terry rest of season? Oh wow, that's not that's not a question I would have really considered. Right. But I think it is. It's I think legit. it is. I think it's yeah. It's a legit question at this point. So I I don't know if we mentioned it from the Heat game. Uh, Rozier in his first game, nine points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals. In his second game, he started uh, seven points, two rebounds, three assists, one steal. Took eleven shots in the first game. 10 he shots did not in the fit game. there. 
he didn't he shot three of ten mostly he doesn't know their offense yet like it was a little clear he wasn't sure what he was doing he was trying to create his own shot off the dribble which is what they need but it was like boston boston has the two best defensive guards in the league and they proved it with a confused rosier who wasn't sure where he was supposed to be on the court all night i would rather have rosier uh, like like Kangaluga too. I think he was trying to figure it, and the matchup wasn't very good. They also got smoked by Memphis uh, the game before, but Memphis very quietly playing pretty well lately. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm, Rozier, go ahead. Hey, I'm going scary Terry as well. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we like Grayson Allen. We've talked about him quite a bit this season, multiple times on our waiver wire section. He's a good fit with Phoenix. He's producing well. He's providing fantasy value, especially for like 12 team leagues. He's a no brainer to roster. But Scary Terry has more upside, and that's where I'm leaning. You know, I expect basically whatever production Kyle Lowry had last the last season or two with Miami, I expect Scary Terry to match. Maybe maybe a few less assists. You know, in 21-22, Lowry averaged 7.5 assists per game. I don't think Scary Terry will get there. But can he give you 12, 13 points per game, five assists, a couple three-pointers? Yes. I think you can. And to me, that overall value is going to top what Grayson Allen uh, provides. All right. One last question in Washington, higher ceiling for Bilal Kolobali with the new head coach in place in Washington. I would say maybe uh, I look Kolobali is just not a polished offensive player. Um, his three point shot. He's been hitting them pretty well. 38% from three, pretty surprising given what he did and. He wasn't that good of a shooter overseas. He's also a 66% free throw shooter. Um, to, to me, a higher ceiling would probably come from like just playing more. Like playing like 35 minutes instead of like 26 minutes. Um, maybe they trust him a little more offensively. But as long as Tyus Jones, Jordan Poole, Denny Avio, Kyle Kuzma, as long as these guys are around and handling the ball, there's just not that much usage for Koulibaly. Shot an ugly 0 for 5 last night on 29 minutes of run. Minutes are there, but yeesh, they could kill your percentages. I, I do think the upside's a little bit higher. Um, just because he by default, this team, this team will move a couple pieces before the trade deadline. Um, they you know, it might not be uh Advia, it, it might not be Kuzma, kind of to be determined. I highly doubt it's fool. Uh, but they will move a piece or two, one of the one or two of their veteran pieces before the trade deadline. That will open up more playing time for Kulabali. Um, so I do think he has more upside rest of season than what we've seen so far. And you know, with the fact that he in the past week he has a four block game, he has a three steal game. So he could provide a lot of upside in the defensive category specifically. All right, and with that, gentlemen, Alex, take us to the waiver wire. The waiver wire is here. Uh, two regular picks and one long shot is how this works typically for us on the waiver wire show. Although I think a couple of us have some longer shots than usual. Um, like I have two long shots. Um, I think everybody else does close to as well. I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, Nick Richards of the Charlotte Hornets, who is 33% rostered. I was shocked. Um, you know, like a cartoon where the eyes come out of the sockets, uh, that he was only 33% rostered. Uh, I, again, how am I even recommending him? He, I, he had like seven okay games in a row, like where he only averaged eight points on 60% shooting with like eight rebounds and a block. Um, he got hurt for four days. I think everyone was like, ah, I don't need this. Yeah. Please add him. 
Mark Williams is quote not close to returning. Um, in Charlotte Hornets speak, that means his career is over. Um, <laughs> as a starter for Nick Richards, nine points, nine boards, one point five blocks, sixty five percent shooting, seventy one percent from the line. Not bad if you're in a cat league and rostering centers. Hornets have four games next week. This is a this you you just have to add him. Um. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you on that. On Nick Richards, missed three games, but returned and had a great uh, outing against Detroit. One of his, uh, you know, first 2010 game of the season. Yeah, and great, <laughs> yeah. great, yeah, great percentages lately. Uh, Ken, who's your waiver wire suggestion? I'm gonna ride the Harrison Barnes roller coaster for a week. Uh, hey, he's having a terrible season, but he's exploded for 39 <laughs> points Thursday. <laughs> had 30, <laughs> had 32 points on Monday. He seems really old, but he's only 31. Kings score 118.7, basically 119 points per game. That ranks seventh in the association. They've been picking up the pace lately. Uh, Kings have four games next week. So I'm in for a one-week stream of Harrison Barnes just to see if he keeps this heater going. Ken, I, I just want to let everybody know that um... – Ken is one of our sales guys at Rotowire, and he started off his Harrison Barnes take with, hey, this guy sucks. Uh, but <laughs> uh, setting expectations early, getting the negative out of the way, I love it. Uh, this is regular Wolf of Wall Street over here. Uh, but no, I think I think that's fine, Ken. Barnes is one of those guys who, on four-game weeks, you add him off the waiver wire, and if he's going to shoot 20 times a game, just yeah. add the guy and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know they won the last two after losing four in a row. Maybe they're just giving them a real bright green light. I'm willing to try it for a week. Absolutely. Uh, Shannon. My first up. recommendation of the week is a guy we talked about numerous times this year. His roster percentage uh, is trending up in a big way, even in the past uh, 12 hours. About He's gained about 10%. Jonathan Kaminga is now 60% rostered forward for the Golden State Warriors. He has absolutely been thriving since uh, moving back to the bench role. You got Draymond Green back with this team now. He Over the past week, Kaminga is a top 10 player with averages of 25.6 points, 6.2 rebounds, 1.2 steals, and 1.8 three-pointers. He had a giant game against the Kings last night. That's like three giant games in a row. Uh, he's absolutely worth rostering. Uh, Golden State does only have three games uh, in the next week, uh, but I think you scoop up Kaminga and, and just ride him for as long as he stays hot. Yeah, Kaminga, you know, he complained to Steve Kerr. He's like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know what my role is, and he's been playing pretty well since then. I don't know if, if him and Kerr, I sit down and it just it started working, but and I don't know if you if you mentioned this, Shannon. I'm sorry, I was reading some some great comments we got. Like I added Scott Engel, added Barnes last night, and knows he'll cut him in two more games. Um, Kaminga, 22 straight games with double digit points, um, on 59% shooting. Excellent. So yeah, definitely, definitely. Add be, Kaminga. Um, I think they could be showcasing Wiggins a little to move him before the deadline and get Kaminga back in the starting lineup. You know, I, I, I'm kind of confused. Like I, I, I go back and forth on what I think Golden State's going to do because I don't know if Wiggins is tradable. I just, I think he's like a negative right. asset. I think you have to actually dump him to somewhere. Right. In baseball, uh, you'd say we'll t- we'll pay him eighty percent. Now take him, right? And then, it, yeah, yeah, right. And it's like part of the reason they're bad is because he's bad. So it's like, do you have to trade Kaminga? And then I, so I don't know, but 
I know, I know a team that would actually probably they have the cap space. <laughs> yeah. and You're throwing Moses have... Moody, You're throwing Moody with him, maybe that's appealing. You know, Moody and Wiggins. Yeah, uh, some picks. Yeah, Detroit Pistons. We'll see. Second rounders to the Pistons. Yeah, they take a shot on. Uh, shape eventually. Speaking of taking a shot, John Conchar of the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I wanted to recommend Luke Kennard, but I'm pretty sure I recommended him last yeah, week. He's only thirty. Be, yeah, you he's only thir- thirty-three percent rostered. Kennard is four percent rostered. Conchar is so. This is pretty much a deep league suggestion. He's coming off a, an 11, 10, two assists, one rebound, excuse me, one steal, one block, double-double. The game before that, he had five blocks. The game before that, he had six assists. Past four games for Conchar, six, six, and four with 2.5 stocks. I don't know why he is talking to Kembe Mutombo, despite <laughs> being, and I double-checked this, six foot five, 210 pounds. Uh, the Grizzlies have four games this week. That is a huge, huge portion of this. If you are in a 16-team league, he is addable because there is four games and he's shown stuff lately. Someone uh, must legally play for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes, they need the <laughs> roster. They need to put five players on the court. Um, and again, Luke Kennard is the preferred ad by recommending him last week. So if you're in a deep league, Conchar. Well, as long as we're talking all-star snubs, Vince Williams. Come on, you got to get him on there. Vince Williams. I do love me some Vince Williams, though. But what, Man, you know, if, you, if, if you only listen to fantasy basketball podcasts and consume no other basketball, <laughs> you would think Vince Williams is averaging like 25 a game. <laughs> um, right. I'm going to bring up our cover guy, who frankly is probably not available in your league. But make sure Brandon Miller of your Charlotte Hornets is not available on the waiver wire. You got to check. On Wednesday morning, he was available in 50% of leagues. He then shot up to 69% rostered on Thursday afternoon. When I checked Friday morning, it's up to 70% rosters. But Miller is on fire. He's getting big scoring opportunities with Scary Terry now in Miami. This team's building around Ball, Miller, and Mark Williams if he ever is able to walk again. Um, Just make sure Miller's not available. Spend that fab if you're in a weekly uh, budget uh, free agent bidding league. Over the last seven days, he's a top 25 player. He's lighting it up and he's finally getting stocks. Kind of a weird, it's, it's the opposite of the rookie wall. We're seeing a late blossoming of Brandon Miller as they're giving him a lot of shots in Charlotte. And I think Ball's making his life a little easier, having a legit point guard versus maybe more a little scattered t- uh, Rozier makes things easier for a traditional wing like Miller. Yeah, with Gordon Hayward out, uh, Scary Terry out of town, yeah, uh, you know, basically makes Miller the the number two or number three scoring option for Charlotte in most games. You know, depending on if if Bridges is is, is lighting it up that game, and Bridges might not be long for Charlotte. So, yeah. you know, Miller Miller's tr- value should only go up from here. Over the past week, uh, top twenty five player. Yeah, here's his four-game stats, twenty over 24 points, six and a half boards, almost three assists, and 1.3 stocks with fabulous percentages. The percentages is the shocker. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn the first half of the season. For the last four games, he's been hitting 57%. Ball probably deserves some of the credit for that. Um, Shannon, who's your second pick? You're bringing back a pod favorite. Yeah, Gunner from Phoenix, Sam Merrill. Guard, 24% rostered, top 60 player over the past week. 
just crushing it from downtown 5.7 threes per game, three rebounds, three assists, 18.7 points uh, over the past two games. Cleveland has four games next week. We know what Sam Merrill is. Those 5.7 three-pointers seem like it's an inflated number, uh, but he's, you know, he should, his normal click, he's right around 50% over that stretch. He's just a volume three-point guy. He's going to get tons of looks from downtown. You know, over the past three games, 12 attempts per game on 47% shooting. That's that's not uh, unsustainable from a guy like, like Merrill. I, you know, I don't think there's much value outside of that three-pointer and it's going to come and go. Um, but right now he fits the need for Cleveland. If you're in the market for Sam Merrill, Luke Kennard, same type of players, similar value. I think I, I think I prefer Kennard a little bit more because his role with that battered Memphis team is a little bit more secure. Um, but Merrill's that next option for you. The Garland news, Alex, you got any update on, Darius Garland coming back from that broken jaw soon. I think. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be soon. I mean, I at the end of this month, it was like the original date, but it sounds like, um, again, it's one of those things where it's like if you have a broken jaw, it's hard to eat, you can't condition, uh, pain is a thing. So I, I won't be surprised if the if the injury drags on maybe a little bit longer than than was hoped. Just it's a pretty serious injury. So the current um, current stance is he was cleared for basketball activity around January 19th, ruled out of the four game road trip that Cleveland was on at the time. Yeah, um, they're going to return to home January 29th against the Clippers. So we're looking at Monday night. Um, he could return as soon as next week. But did they also? I do. They don't even need to rush him back. They don't lose anymore. So like, oh, it, you know. great. Jared Allen has been awesome lately. Uh, down low without Mobley. Yeah, anyway. We digress. Uh, whose turn is it for a pick here? I think it's my turn. I think yeah, so. you got a second long shot, right. don't you, Alex? I do. Sorry, I was looking up Brandon Miller stats. I was like, how is he? Brandon <laughs> Miller hasn't missed a shot at the rim in the past four games, by the way. 12 of 12. Um, and getting to the foul line. Io DeSoon move, the Chicago Bulls, someone I almost swore I would never recommend again. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is how this is how this works. Zach Levine's out for another week, so you're fairly safe there. Dasunmu finally showing some aggression scoring the basketball. Um, uh, 15 points on 60, 50, 94 shooting. Yes, that will come down. Uh, but he's taken at least two free throws in every game, which is for him a massive accomplishment. Um, also, three assists, two and a half boards, 1.7 stocks. Uh, this is partially a recommendation because you have the trade deadline coming up. And, you know, Levine, DeRozan, all these guys are, they're on the block. They're in the ether. And so Desumbu's playing well. His teammates could get traded. You never know. It's worth exploring. Uh, Bulls with three games. So it's not necessarily like a must add in 12, you know, it, like it doesn't have to be a main priority in 12 teamers. Uh, but it is one of only eight teams with three games this week as a heads up. Interesting. Uh, I was tempted by Dasunmu, but the three games yeah. scared me off. So I went really boring with the Italian stallion, Simone Fatecchio, playing for Utah, still starting at small forward for those guys. Utah has four games next week. Look, he's not particularly good in any one facet of the game, but he's kind of a poor man's Kelly Olenek, doing okay everywhere. To, uh, last four games... He's scored in double digits in each of those four games. 
He's averaged 12 and a half points, almost six rebounds, almost three triples, uh, over two assists while shooting 56% from the field. Uh, the volume is never going to be there for Fontecchio, but again, consistent in almost every category. And the Jazz have four games next week. Only roster in uh, 13% of leagues. I'm I'm two for two betting on Fontecchio over three pointers bet. So I'm absolutely with you, Ken. He's a monster. Uh, <laughs> Making you Benjamins. Yes. Uh Shannon, let's go to your your long shot. Yeah, my long shot. We're gonna go with another rookie. Uh Amen Thompson. Um I I just can't get over my infatuation with both of the twins. I think they're fantastic. Their stock upside just intrigues me to no end. Amen for, for the Rockets is rostered 20% of, of leagues right now. He's, he's been a top 100 player over the past week, which did include one spot start when Freddie Van Fleet was, was uh, rested for a game over the past six games. Thompson is averaging 9.2 points, 6.5 rebounds, 2.2 assists and 2.1 stocks um, in that one spot start as well. We really saw everything he could do 15 points, 14 rebounds, five assists, one steal. Um, did it was over two from downtown like his brother. He's still trying to find that uh, long range stroke, uh, but he is an across the board contributor. When he gets the minutes, he is now firmly a part of the Rockets rotation. And this Rockets team is somewhat, you know, tumbling down the standings. They're three and seven over their past 10. I would not be surprised if, especially if they keep losing, if they move a veteran or two and free up minutes for some of their young, young guys, including Thompson for the stretch run. They should absolutely do that. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's end with any drop suggestions. I'm going to throw out Cam Johnson. Nets only have three games next week. One of eight teams with only three games. And he's averaging nine points a contest over his last seven games. Ah, th- that that looked like a fabulous trade for the Nets last year, but um, it's not really working out as well. So I think Cam Johnson's very droppable. You guys have any other drops? Cam, Cam's uh, a hold for me in 12 and 14 teamers. 10 teamers, absolutely. I think he's worth there, – there's better streaming options available. Yeah, I don't – I yeah, we got asked about Cam Johnson on, on Nick and I's, and I was like, yeah, 10-team points league. I'm, you don't have to drop him. You can. It's kind of borderline, but – I got, I got one for you. Josh Giddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I he was on my bust list for going into the season. He just doesn't fit that offense as well. They need a more of a pure shooter in that spot. Uh, he drives yeah. too much, and he doesn't get fouled when he drives to the hoop. I would say if you're in points leagues, um, points-based leagues, I like him quite a bit more. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he does worry me with some of his efficiency. And over the past three games, for instance, only shooting 40% from the floor and 50% from the free throw line. Here's here's our other drop candidate. All the others on the Mavericks. The Mavs have three points, uh, oh, three yeah. games next week. Who's been playing well outside of their star guards has wildly oscillated uh, week to week. So I think if you have one of the others on the Mavs, you can drop them. All right, with that, I think it's time to uh, hear from our good friends at FanDuel. Yes, FanDuel, who sponsors our Friday NBA DFS chat, which will be coming up later in the show. But let's talk NFL playoffs. Hey, you can tackle millions in prizes all playoffs long in FanDuel fantasy contests. If you're new to fantasy, 
There's no better time than the NFL playoffs to get in on the action because right now, new customers get a 100% deposit match of up to $100. Play fantasy for huge cash prizes on FanDuel. It's fun and it's exciting. Just draft your lineup and watch your team move up the leaderboard. Now, I know for this weekend, I'm kind of big on Brock Purdy against the Lions' pass defense. But, Shannon, who are you eyeing <laughs> FanDuel NFL playoff lineups? How dare you, Ken? I <laughs> like the Lions stack. Give me the Jared Goff, Sun God stack at quarterback and receiver. They they are projected to be one of the – Goff in particular is projected to be one of the lower uh, rostered QBs. and. Of course, Detroit's going to pull off the upset. <laughs> love it. Love it. Hey, on FanDuel, you can choose from full slate contests featuring multiple games, single game contests, season-long best ball contests, and beginner-only contests, which are great for those learning the ropes. Uh, and when you win, you get paid instantly. So kick off the football playoffs with a 100% deposit match of up to $100. Go to FanDuel.com to start playing for huge cash prizes today. <laughs> and with that, gentlemen, please take it away for the FanDuel Friday DFS segment. There are eight games today. The highest over-unders are Dallas at Atlanta, although there are some injuries in that game. 244 and a half. We also have Phoenix at Indiana, 243 and a half. I was kind of surprised to see Phoenix only favored by four and a half. They've been cooking lately. Uh, but as I mentioned, in Dallas and Atlanta, Kyrie Irving questionable for this game. Trey Young, Clint Capella both questionable for this game. Uh, so a little hard to evaluate right off the top. But we have a decent string of games where there are seemingly no injuries. Actually, it's a, a fairly light slate right now in terms of questionable and doubtful and probable guys. Um, so on this slate, Shannon, where are you turning first? Yeah, I mean, the first game of interest is going to be that top over under with Dallas and Atlanta. And the Trey Young and Capella news are, you know, they loom heavy over our heads when we're making these roster decisions because each player has like an obvious alternative that you're going to turn to for DFS. You know, DeJounte Murray at point guard. Um, also, Bogdanovich, you know, both of those players see a nice bump when Trey Young sits. Uh, and then Capella, if he's out, Obviously, we go with Okongwu. He he would be one of my absolute favorite plays. Um, he's 6,100 on FanDuel. Pretty expensive um, given his, his role coming off the bench. But if Okongwu starts for Capella, I think he's still worth that. <clears throat> and then on DraftKings, Okongwu's considerably more affordable, 4,600. Uh, I will say uh, a couple guys I like right off the bat. We have this we have this Cleveland Milwaukee um, rematch, uh, which I'm I'm fairly interested in. And Jared Allen had a, a very big game against Milwaukee uh, in the previous game: 21 points, 12 boards, five assists. Didn't have a block though, but took 19 shots. That's massive. He's 8,300 right now on Fanduel. Look at 8,300. His ceiling isn't like sky high. He's not going to have like a 90 fantasy point game, right? Obviously, but he's, not, I don't think he's going to let you down at that price. I mean, the last time he was under like under 35 fantasy points was December 21st. So I think it's a really great floor play, um, especially if you're in a, in a cash lineup. Um, I think that's a decent option. 
Anything else, Shannon? Yeah, I mean, one one other uh, nugget to point out with Jarrett Allen is the fact that Tristan Thompson was suspended <laughs> for 25 games. <laughs> He's on hey, steroids. Hey, that, this, that explains it, all right? Now we know why he was still in the NBA. Nick Claxton's why? like, no wonder the guy went off on me. He's all, all right. But, you know, Tristan Thompson was surprisingly seeing significant minutes off the bench as the backup center, playing 16 minutes over his most uh, recent nine games. So Jared Allen could see his minutes increase significantly. Um, that wasn't the case in the first game without Thompson out against the Bucs. Uh, Allen, Allen only played 32 minutes. But there are going to be nights where he needs to play 40 minutes, depending on how uh, how the – just the flow of the games rolling and, and how competitive it is. So I do like Allen as an option tonight. Uh, a couple other guys uh, we should note in this Toronto Clippers game. Uh, Toronto's at home, but Clippers are favored by seven and a half. And that is because not only is Jakob Pertle out, but Emmanuel quickly is also out. So, you know, gut feeling for me, I think decent options are like R.J. Barrett, Dennis Schroeder as value plays the same at the same time. R.J. Barrett is probably going to be checked by Paul George or Kawhi Leonard for a decent chunk of the game or Terrence Mann. So I would be a little bit worried about that. I would almost just prefer Dennis Schroeder at 5,900. But to me at this, again, I don't feel like 5,900 is a is like a steal for Dennis Schroeder. You know, I don't feel like I'm slotting in my, my lineup and getting almost guaranteed value. Now, even before they acquired quickly, Schroeder was oftentimes in that $6,000 range. Um, so I agree. He is a, a better value um, on DraftKings than he is FanDuel for tonight's slate. Uh, 5,200 for Schroeder on DraftKings. I like him considerably more at 5,200 than 59 on FanDuel. But I think if he's a, if he's announced as a starter, he is in play. Um, another guard from a different game that I like quite a bit, right in that same range, 5,400 from Markel Fultz on FanDuel. Uh, you know, he is back in the starting lineup, played 29 minutes in his most recent game for Orlando. Feel like we're we're getting there to the point where he's going to be playing 30 minutes or, or maybe top 30 minutes on a more regular basis, and with that will come fantasy production. That game is interesting. Memphis six point underdogs. I'm not going to say I would take Memphis as six point underdogs at home, but I would think about it. Um, super low over under on that game though. Two twelve and a half. I was just going to say two twelve yeah. under. What is this? Nineteen ninety two. Yeah, that game's going to. Okay, that game's going to be a grind. Um, we also have uh, Pelicans at the Thunder. I'm intrigued by Zion Williamson at 7,900 on FanDuel. Um, he weighs just as much as Chet Holmgren and Jalen Williams combined in the front court. <laughs> so there could be some bully ball going on there. Uh, Zion's kind of having a weird season. Like he had 11 assists the last game out. Then you'll have like no rebounds. Then you'll have 10 rebounds and back the and forth. But terrible. The rebound is terrible. He's he's a walking 30 to 35 fantasy points. And he's at 7,900. I think a fairly good matchup for him. So I would I would be looking into that. Yeah, sub $8,000 Zion's always intriguing. You know, like you said, walking 35 to 40 fantasy points. And he can pop off and have 50 plus point out and that's happened this season and in past years so i do i do like zion as well uh before we wrap this up shannon any any part
parting thoughts on uh, roster, game, construction, anything like that? Yeah, keep an eye on Kyrie Irving's status. If he's ruled out, I like Tim Hardaway quite a bit more on both uh, FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, Chris Middleton on DraftKings, 6,300. I'm honestly confused by his salary. It's gone down from uh, 74 to 66 to 6,300 over the past three games. And he's crushing it. He had 36 points, yeah. uh, 42 fantasy points against Cleveland uh, just a couple nights ago. Uh, I think with this team, where he's at, one his minutes. You know, he's he's routinely playing over 30 minutes now. He's not uh, he's not being held in check anymore because of some kind of minutes limit. Uh, this is a team that has a new coach. Rotations probably tweak a little bit, and I think that's going to work to Middleton's advantage because they're just going to try to get the best seed possible in the Eastern Conference. So, sixty-three hundred, Chris Middleton. He's my he's my best value for this slate. I liked Middle- I liked Giannis joking about Middleton dunking the ball when he was trying to avoid oh. uh, talking about coaching changes. Yeah. Middleton, when he's healthy for Bucks fans, he's like he's like a comfort object. He's like a stuffed animal. It's like I can just I'm watching. It's like, oh yeah, Middleton turn around, fade away. Great. Oh, corner three, great. Nice dime to Giannis. Great. 25 and five. Perfect. And DFS, it can be the same as well when he's when he's healthy. Um, good like cash game uh, uh building block. But enough for us, Ken. Um, it's time for your old man rant. Arg! Miami's heat culture is stupid. On their alternate court design, each key area has the text, quote, hardest working, best conditioned, most professional, unselfish, toughest, meanest, nastiest team in the NBA, unquote. You know, if you have to say it, then it isn't true. This squad's 24 and 21. They just let the Celtics shoot 64% from the field Thursday night in Miami. Luke Cornett. Yes, Luke Cornett put 12 points on them. And have you seen this crowd? Their dark leather tans, trophy wives, and excessive jewelry. I've never seen so many Donatella Versaces at a sports event. Actions speak louder than words, Miami. Arrgh! Yeah, uh, putting that cord out with the jerseys and then like getting smoked—that's that's tough. That's yeah, th- that's horrible. Uh, it's like slapping the floor on defense and then getting like dunked on immediately. Basically, <laughs> if you have to say it, it isn't true. Uh, I think we avoided any mispronounced names in this podcast. Nothing egregious, uh, obviously. Um, so I think uh, I think we can wrap this up. Thank you, everybody. Thank you to the. The live listeners, the 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 chatters, the chatters helping other chatters out. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, thank Shannon you. Shannon answering questions or doing email. Uh, <laughs> Shannon's <laughs> probably doing his real job right now. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, again for joining us on the Road to Wire Fantasy Basketball Podcast. And as always, apologies to our sponsors, Underdog Fantasy and FanDuel. Ken, <laughs> take us out of here. Let's go back to New York, where Julius Randle was really excited about Thursday night's big win over the Nuggets. Randle said, quote, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. It's regular season. I could care less. I like the fact that we won, first and foremost. You don't want to be on that end, but we're building the right habits. For me, it only matters in April, end quote. Attention, passengers. 
this three-car fantasy train wreck has hit the end of the line. That explains it. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.